BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Christmas is right around the corner, guys. So if you have not yet gotten your Omaha Steaks for everybody in your family, your friends, your loved ones, all that good stuff, get them now because they will ship, or at least they should by Christmas, but you got to get your orders in now and you get an extra $30 off when you use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out. It's 50% off site-wide right now at Omaha Steaks, so there's no reason not to. Get the extra 30 bucks off, give everybody something that they really want and can actually use for Christmas, and that is awesome food. Okay, Josh all alone with you today, and I just want to do some quick updates midweek here concerning the Browns, some of the players, and the upcoming matchup against the Houston Texans on Sunday, which is Christmas Eve. But before I do all that, make sure you follow us on the socials, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you want more dogs content, please head to jointhedogs.com. Join the Patreon, become an official Dog Pack member, and hang out in the Discord with us. You get a weekly uh, bonus episode called The After Hour Show. Right now, we go live in Discord before our live show on Monday nights. And it's just a ton of fun. We get a lot of good interaction. You guys can actually speak with us, talk with us, give your input on the game and anything else you want to talk about. So with all that being said, let's first of all, take a quick look, quick update at what's going on Sunday. Now, we will be doing a preview episode for the game on Friday night, I believe this week. But I just want to talk about some news that came out late last night, and that is Houston Texans rookie quarterback, rookie sensation, one of the, honestly, he's a guy that we absolutely love on the show because he played at Ohio State. We're all Buckeyes fans. You can see the, oh, I guess go that way. You can see the Ohio State flag behind me on the wall there, the helmet. I went to Ohio State. I love CJ Stroud. I love CJ Stroud. He's a hell of a quarterback, great young man, great kid, awesome player. And he's just absolutely taken the NFL by storm this season. Leading the league in passing up through, I think it was week 14 before he uh, missed last week with the concussion. And now it looks like this week he's going to miss a second consecutive game with that concussion. And the Browns could be facing Case Keenum, a familiar face at quarterback for the Texans on Sunday. So real quick, is that is that good or, you know, whatever, is that positive, good, bad for the Browns? 
you know, initially you think, okay, the the Texans aren't going to have their starting quarterback, the guy that's been absolutely dicing people up. Well, that's really good for the Browns, especially. And and I'm not I'm not advocating one way or another here because the Browns defense, we've noted this a lot on the show this year. They're elite at home. This is a this is an elite defense at home. But my goodness, man, when they travel on the road this season, they're not. They are a completely different defense. I don't know what the hell happens. It's night and day difference. So we need a solid, and, and I'm not saying it has to be elite like they are at home, but we need like 80 to 85% of that output because right now, the way it's been so far this season, we get like maybe 50% of the home output on the road. Maybe. We need a whole hell of a lot better than that on the road this Sunday on Christmas Eve in Houston from our defense. And if the defense can show up, like I said, just even, I mean, at the bare minimum, can we just do 80% of what we do at home? That should be enough to get the job done because our defense is so damn good at home. If we can carry most of that, whatever it is, that mojo, that whatever you want to call it, if we can just carry most of that down to Houston, we're going to be okay. You know, last week for a while there, uh, the the Texans were playing the Titans. The game went into overtime. It looked for a while, it looked like, oh, the Titans are going to take care of this. They're going to knock off the Texans, you know, because they're right in the playoff mix too right now. They're right in the thick of things. And, you know, the, the Texans are eight and six. The Browns are nine and five. The records are close. This is a big game for the Browns to take from the Texans. And even with C.J. Stroud missing last week, Case Keenum filled in, went 23 of 36, 229 yards, a touchdown, a pick, took three sacks, but did enough to get the job done against the Titans. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I understand completely the Titans are not the Browns. The Titans are nowhere near the team that the Browns are. Offensively, defensively, nowhere near as good as the Browns. So I get that. On the other hand, I've already said when the Browns travel this year, the defense is not very good. So that needs to improve. The offense needs to, again, just just two turnovers, guys. Can we just keep it to two? Just keep it to two. No more than two and we'll be okay. In terms of, you know, like I said, we're going to do a preview later this week, but just want to mention, keep your eye on Devin Singletary. Um, running back for the Texans, Damian Pierce, the rookie from last, well, he's a second year this year. He was a rookie last year. He had one carry last week. That's it. He had one opportunity the entire game. Devin Singletary took 26 carries for 121 yards, and he also caught four passes for 49. He is the key playmaker for the Texans that I will have my eye on, that our defense needs to key up to stop. They should be pretty much depleted in their receiving department, unless Nico Collins can come back. We'll talk about that on Friday. Those are just kind of the big things I want to hit on. The C.J. Stroud news that he is very unlikely. It's not confirmed yet that he's out for the game. But when it's Tuesday and the game's not till Sunday and the report's already coming out that he's unlikely to play, he's probably not going to play. So they're getting ahead of that. They're making sure Case Keenum's up to speed and ready to go to face the Browns on Sunday. So make sure you guys check back on Friday. I do believe it will be a live on YouTube. The podcast will be out on audio, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff on Saturday to preview the Texans game. And then it's Christmas. So man, the holidays just kind of snuck up on me. I don't know about you guys, but good stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now there's a couple guys that I want to talk about for the Browns looking ahead at these final 
three games of the season and the playoff push that we are going to make this season. So before I dive into these two guys, just want to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, you've heard me talking about Omaha Steaks for like three years now. And seriously, the only reason that I I keep doing it is because I love Omaha Steaks. That's the reason I reached out to Omaha Steaks to establish a partnership in the first place. This food is absolutely extraordinary. It comes at a really, really great price. I mean, think about the price you're paying for meats and all kinds of foods right now. The price you pay for the quality you get at Omaha Steaks cannot be matched, beat anything, anywhere. And this holiday season, Omaha Steaks is the absolute perfect gift to get all the loved ones in your life. For me, it just makes Christmas shopping and getting people gifts that much easier. What do you get for people that, one, you don't really know what they want, you don't really know what they need, and they pretty much have everything they need anyway. People can always use meat. They can always use food. Get them Omaha Steaks gift packs. They throw it in the freezer, and it's the gift that just keeps on giving. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use our promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out, you get an additional $30 off your order. Send the loved ones in your life, the tender, juicy butcher's cut filet mignons, the mouth-watering burgers, the gourmet jumbo franks, or even those easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. So get this offer now while it lasts this holiday season. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out to get that extra $30 off your order. Happy holidays, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Minimum order may be required. Okay, so the two guys I want to talk about, and I'm going to talk about them in tandem because this is this is Joe Flacco and David Njoku. This is our fourth quarterback of the season and our top tight end who these two have established a connection that can't be denied, won't be stopped, and is so much damn fun to watch. These guys are electric on the field. And I want to talk about David Njoku primarily because... You know, we can we can get into the Joe Flacco future discussions after the season and everything like that. I'm not going to talk about it right now. David Njoku is the future of he's he's the past, present, and future of the Browns playmaking weapons. I mean this this guy was first round pick for the Browns. Went through. I mean, the guy has been through some ups and downs. He's had some nice games. He's had some decent seasons. But he's also had, you know, the the we talked about on Monday's show, the drops that you know he kind of got knocked for as a, a rookie and maybe a second year guy. He suffered some drops here and there throughout his career since then, but it ha- not like it was when he was young. He's definitely fixed that issue for the most part. I mean, all guys are going to drop passes at some point, except for Larry Fitzgerald. But David has taken and embodied the spirit of Cleveland Browns football, what it really means to play Cleveland Browns football, not the garbage we've seen for the last 20 plus years, but true Cleveland Browns football. And that's what you're seeing this season from this entire team. And I want to talk about some of his numbers and why I posted this on Twitter today. Why David Njoku is, we talked about on Monday, he's among the elite tight ends in the NFL. Well, here's why. So, so far in 14 games this season, 2023, David Njoku has received 104 targets. That is tied for third most among tight ends. All these numbers will be among tight ends. And it's among tight ends 
whenever I'm doing my sorting, the guys that have had 50 plus or 40, what was it? 35 or 40 plus receptions, because obviously a guy that catches two passes for a hundred yards is going to have a hundred percent catch rate. Like, but he's only caught two passes all year. So anyway, David Njoku, 104 targets tied for third most 69 receptions. That's fifth most among tight ends. 704 yards is seventh most. Five touchdowns tied for third most. Now, here's the number that's just awesome. This is the yak, the yards after catch. 493, damn near 500 of his 700 yards have come after the catch. Where do you think that ranks among tight ends in the NFL? One. Number one, he's at the tippy top. So the stat that I pulled that, because this, I love looking at these things just to see what what are guys actually doing on the field and how is how can these numbers tell the story? This is what's crazy. His A dot, his average depth of target, meaning how far down the field on average is David Njoku being targeted? 4.4 yards down the field. It's not very far. That's not even half of a first down. The only other players in the entire league at the tight end position to have more than 325 yards after the catch with an A dot under five. So 325 yards after the catch, but their A dot is less than five yards down the field. Evan Ingram, tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars and Travis Kelsey, future Hall of Fame tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. So think about it. On average, David Njoku is catching the ball just 4.4 yards down the field. So on his 69 receptions with that average, that would only come out to 304 yards. Well, he has 704 yards. David Njoku averages, this is his average, 7.1 yards after the catch. That is number three in the entire league among tight ends. So his is 7.1. The leader is 7.6. That's John New Smith for the Atlanta Falcons. And George Kittle, 7.4 for the San Francisco 49ers. And then there's David Njoku, 7.1. And the next highest tight end after him is Gerald Everett for the Los Angeles Chargers at 5.7. So there's a big difference between those top three guys that are in the sevens and then the next guys at 5.7. David Njoku is separating himself and he's doing it with his yards after the catch. We talked about it on Monday. The guy always, 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 always gets at least one, at least one yard after the catch because when he gets hit, he's always going forward. He never gets hit back. He never gets stopped and and pushed back behind the catch. He is a beast. He is an absolute beast. He is, again, quickly establishing himself as a premier tight end weapon in the NFL. And the connection with Joe Flacco, this, this is the stuff that is just really, really cool. So in the three games that David Njoku has played with Joe Flacco, that would be the Rams, the Jaguars, and now the Bears, David Njoku has received in three games with him, 28 targets, 18 catches, 212 yards, and three touchdowns absolutely insane and the thing is that first game against the rams there wasn't a whole lot of production to to contribute to these numbers the vast majority of these stats came in the last two games so going against the texans 
expect David Njoku to be Joe Flacco's top option. And Mari Cooper is obviously your top wideout, your top downfield receiving threat. But man, the go-to option, the safety blanket, the dependable, I we got to pick up some yards here player is David Njoku. Because again, that he's not getting targeted on average very far down the field, but it doesn't matter. He gets all, most of his yards have come after the catch. He catches the ball. He makes guys miss. He pushes people to the ground. The one play, I think it was last week against the Jaguars where he caught the ball toward the sideline. He shoved out a stiff arm to the defender and pushed the defender backward so that he could get a first down. It was it was like the guy weighed less than a piece of paper. It was insane and so much fun to watch. So I guess I should have prefaced this by saying this was primarily going to be a David and Joku rant or praise or whatever you want to call it. But you know, Joe Flacco has looked awesome. I know there's been a lot of, I guess we could call it discourse online about, well, look what Joe Flacco is doing. This is the quarterback we should have had from the beginning of the season. You know, we're thro- you know he throws the ball so much. He can do these 300-yard games, yada, yada, yada. I think, what, and, and I'm taking nothing away from Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has looked great. He has come in and been the absolute perfect quarterback for what the Browns are facing right now. He's the guy we need. At, at this point in the season with all the injuries and where we are in the standings and making a push for the playoffs, there's nobody better right now for the Browns than Joe Flacco. Now, that being said, Obviously, I would love to have Deshaun Watson, but with the injuries, I'm saying everybody that's out with all the options that are available, Joe Flacco is the best fit for the Browns. So there's a lot of differences to keep in mind. The run game, since Deshaun Watson went down, since Joe Flacco's come in, the run game is gone. It's not just broken, it's not just inefficient, it's not just limited. It's gone. It's gone. We don't have one. The The defenses are, one, they are, they're taking it away. They're just taking away our run game, saying we'll beat us through the air. And we are, which is good. Maybe that'll help open the run game back up a little bit over these last three games, but we'll see. We're facing some decent rush defenses and, and things. Still, we have bad offensive line play. And, you know, when three-fifths of your starters are not just backups, but kind of like third string guys, that's rough. Last week, we lost Betonio, who hopefully will be good to go for the Texans game. But, you know, we lost Nick Harris in that game. We were down to scraping the absolute bottom of the depth chart. I mean, I don't know if there was anybody left on the team to play at the end of the Bears game if one of our linemen got hurt. That's how low we were in the depth chart. So the run game just isn't there. It's just not there, and we've talked about it a lot this season. Jerome Ford's just not that guy. He's not a very good running back. He's not very efficient. He's more of just your home run hitter. He can break off a massive run and and make a big play. But as far as consistency goes, he's not that guy. He's not decisive. He doesn't have great vision. He doesn't get north and south. He stays behind the line of scrimmage too long. Look at uh, NFL Next Gen Stats. I don't know what it is after this week, but he is among, if not the worst, he is among like that. He's all season. He's been like t- bottom three least efficient running backs in the NFL based on next gen stats. So we're dealing with that. 
So those are the differences that I'm seeing between the, the beginning of the year whenever we had Deshaun Watson to now when we have Joe Flacco. When we had Deshaun Watson, we still had a run game. We didn't need to throw for 300 plus yards every game because we had a run game to take away some of that pressure. We also had the run threat that Deshaun Watson would bring. So defenses couldn't just key in on any one single thing. It's a totally different story now. Joe Flacco is not a run threat. There's no mobility you know, there for, for defenses to worry about. He navigates the pocket well, but that's not the same as being a mobile quarterback. So he's not going to get out and break off a you know, 15-yard gain to pick up a first down. It's not going to happen. So defenses know we don't have to worry about Joe, the, the quarterback, Joe Flacco, for the Browns running. We don't have to worry about their run game because they can't run the ball. And yet Joe Flacco is still the guy that's able to beat defenses with his arm. But that's why there's been such a high turnover rate as well. Expect more interceptions. I don't expect Joe Flacco to have a single game the rest of the season without an interception. I just don't. I just don't expect it. Obviously, it would be nice. It'd be nice to have a turnover-free game. It's just not going to happen. It hasn't happened all year for the Browns. It's not going to happen for Joe Flacco. When you're passing 40 to 50 times or more a game, you're going to throw interceptions, especially when you're on your fourth quarterback of the season. So as long as he can continue to overcome the adversity, continue to overcome the mistakes. And again, there's quite a few of those interceptions so far, especially the pick six against the Bears. That was just a hell of a defensive play. I don't blame Flacco. I don't blame Tillman. That was a bang, bang play. Go watch the replay of the defender. Man, did he ever just time that up right to hit Tillman right as the ball hit his hands, popped it in the air. Guy, guy grabs it, takes it in for a touchdown, whatever. You know, that kind of shit happens. It does. It What are you going to do? It's the NFL. The defenses are professionals too. They're trying to stop anything the offense is trying to do. It's what makes it such a fun game to watch. So with all that being said, get ready for a great one on Christmas Eve. Get ready for a, you know, probably most likely Case Keenum-led Houston Texans offense. And we will be back on Friday to preview that game in full detail. Just wanted to get in here quick today, talk about the CJ Stroud news, talk about what David Njoku is doing right now with Joe Flacco and kind of give you guys some some perspective on these guys, these players. I mean, the Browns are awesome right now. And if you're like me, you've been watching this team suck ass for years, decades. It has been rough being a Browns fan. But if you are a Browns fan, a true Browns fan, you're loyal. You've been through it all. You've been through the good times. Or I'm sorry, you've been through the bad times because I can't can't say that there's been a whole lot of good times recently. You've been through all the shit. You've been through all the bad times. Now it's time to sit back and just absolutely enjoy the good times. Even with all these injuries and against all the odds, the, the Cleveland Browns should not be winning games right now. The, with, with the injuries on offense, you look at any other team in this league. I was talking to a Ravens fan online. I said, you take away all the key players in the positions for the Ravens that the Browns have lost, take them off the Ravens team. They're not, they don't do what the Browns are doing right now. They just don't. And that goes back to Kevin Stefanski. I think he's one of the best head coaches. He deserves coach of the year. He'll, he will be coach of the year in our book and just absolutely love that guy. So, Fan hard because this team is so much fun to watch. 
And it's just every week, it's a matter of, well, how are they going to pull this one out this week? So get ready for another tough grinder on Saturday or on Sunday. And we will be back with you guys live on Friday. I think it's going to be Friday anyway. But until we talk to you guys again, make sure you guys pick up your whatever F and takes t-shirts from our store, thedogspodcast.com slash shop. Get those Omaha steak orders in. Code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, get $30 off. Plus, you get 50% off the site-wide sale that's going on right now for Christmas. Get those gifts in or just get yourself a gift. Order it for yourself and that way you got awesome food, steaks, burgers, chicken, pork chops, desserts, meals, whatever you want for the new year. So get them in now. We will talk to you guys later this week. Until we do, let's go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.